We're going to talk a little bit about money and our Canadian economy. Are we headed towards a recession? Are we not headed towards a recession? It kind of depends, I think, on which economist you ask. So we're going to get a sunny outlook about how we could maybe narrowly avoid a recession here in our country with our guest, who's an economist and environmental, social and governance director for RSM Canada and just wrote an article for the Globe and Mail talking about the fact that Canada might be able to avoid a recession and instead have somewhat of a, a rarely accomplished soft landing. So how certain is it that we're going to get to that soft landing and what does that really mean? Tu Nguyen is joining us. Tu, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you. Thank you for having me, Chelsea. So, okay, Tu, let's get into what it is that you, you talk about in the article that you wrote, that we could be kind of avoiding a recession here in our country, and yet it feels like that's kind of all we've been talking about for the last several months. So how did you come to this conclusion that we might be able to avoid it? Now, um, I think that it's the data have shown that we are heading towards an economic slowdown for sure, but a recession might not happen. And, and here's why. Um, this morning, we had the Bank of Canada choosing to pause, and we have um, a lot of consensus from economists that the Bank of Canada might not hike interest rate any further. Now, without another rate hike, the economy might have enough steam to keep pushing through and businesses and people can keep um, consuming and spending money until 2024. In the job market, we see that there are no mass layoffs yet um, by employers and instead companies are still holding on to their workers. If all of us still keep our jobs, that means that we could still keep our paychecks. Our paychecks are actually going up and that allows consumers and households to continue spending and feeding the economy. And then one factor that we can't ignore is immigration. Mm. We are on track to welcome just under half a million, I believe it's 400, over 400,000 immigrants into Canada this year. And they add to the labor supply. They bring in new, that means the new workers coming in and they add to consumer demand as well. When a family that come, comes here, they need to buy, get housing, they need to buy furniture, they need to get kids into school and all of that keeps the economy running. On on that note about immigration, because I know immigration really does play into this, and I want you to expand on that just a little bit. Are we are we looking at a situation where there are enough available jobs for the people that we're bringing into the country? Now, we in Canada actually is an interesting position, and that is a position that's experienced by most uh, developed nations. We actually have a long-run labor shortage um, because our country is getting older. Um, Canadians are not nearly having as many kids as. Um, we did many, many years ago. So um, actually the immig- immigrants that come, come in could provide workers that the economy really needs. Now, in the short run, um, there might be an increase in unemployment rate. As some of these um, immigrants that come in, they might not have the necessary skills or languages needed in order to, to find jobs right away. But in the long run, um, I don't think that... Uh, high unemployment rate would be a concern. Why is it, too, that economists seem to be sharing different messages you know that we're, we're kind of talking about this slowdown and we're hearing we're hearing the word recession a lot and we don't seem to have a consensus on whether or not we actually are going to experience one why is there disagreement here um i think this 
period of slowdown is different from um, previous times when the Bank of Canada has raised interest rates in the sense that a lot of data seem to be pointing in a different direction. Now, for example, we have job vacancies going down, which normally indicates that there's less demand for workers. But at the same time, worker wage growth is, is very high. It's outstripping inflation right now. It's standing at around 4 to 5% which means that workers actually do have a lot of negotiating power. Um, and then we have different data pointing at uh, headline inflation went up slightly, but core inflation measures, which measure things that are more sticky, are actually trending down. So I think it's just different data as seem to be pointing at different things, hmm. and that leads to the lack of consensus. Define, if you can, the difference between a recession versus this soft landing that you write that you think we might be able to accomplish here in the country. What are some of the key differences between the two? Now, the differences, um, I believe, are not as um, as clear-cut as we might like. Um, a recession is overall defined as a broad-based contraction of the economy, economic activities. Um, a rule of thumb that is often used is two quarters of consecutive decline in GDP. Now, that um, sort of gets us 80% of the way there, but it's not 100% guarantee. For example, if we have two quarters of negative 0.1 decline, like what we saw last quarter, that might not qualify as a recession. If we still have job growth, if people are still going out and renegotiating contracts and household income are still going up, for example. Um, a soft landing is when it's, it's sort of what we're experiencing right now when we have a slowdown of economic activities. So hiring is not going as strong. Um, people are not comfortable going out and spending a lot like we did last year. But there's still um, some growth, even though that is weaker. So that I think the, the differences are somewhat subtle, but they're there. You know, you talk a little bit about the inflation rate, um, and the Bank of Canada has a target rate inflation uh, target. Excuse me, inflation rate of two percent. Right now, it's at three. How soon do you think we'll be able to accomplish that two percent? No, I don't think we'll be able to get back to two percent um, until twenty twenty five, and that might seem like a really long time away. And the reason is this. Um, we actually had uh, went from 8% to 3% relatively quickly, and that was a good thing. But right now, um, we are stuck because of the base year effect. So last year, around this time, was when inflation was the highest, and then it started declining after that. So now we, um, we would have to have prices raising even more slowly in order to overcompensate for the base year effect if we want to see inflation going down. Um, we also have, um, again, wage is uh, growing, so when employers have to pay employees um, higher salaries or wages, they might not be able to keep prices as low and they might have to keep increasing prices of good, for goods and services. Um, other fact, external factors that could affect gasoline prices or food prices, um, that could also keep prices higher. So those are some of the reasons why getting to 2% might take a little bit longer. So we're not anticipating that we're going to see too much relief then for Canadians in the near future? Um, I think we're not, well, we're not going to see um, it going back to 2%, but a 3 or 3% inflation rate is, I think it's way better than what we were seeing last year, mm-hmm. which was like 8 or 9% sometimes. So it's it's not 
um, you know, it's, it's not where the target needs to be yet, but it's getting better slowly. What about, and you, you, I know you mentioned this off the top, but the, the Bank of Canada key interest rate, we, you know, we thought that we could potentially see another hike today. It looks like we are not, um, but the door seems like it's kind of left open for that to still take place. Do you anticipate that we will see another rate hike and what could that look like? Um, I don't think we will see another rate hike. And um, in fact, we are fairly confident that the 5% is the peak rate and the bank will hold until the second quarter of next year when and by then there was that cutting rate um the bank didn't outright come out to say that hey we're going to stop hiking rate because they don't want to um send businesses and consumers out and start, they start spending again um cause, because that would uh, again reaccelerate inflation mm-hmm. um, the bank wants to keep inflation as well as inflation expectations well in check um, another reason why the bank didn't commit to or didn't say what they are going to do in the next rate hike is there could be external shocks, right? Um, I mean, the past three years have just been a series of external shocks, one after another, that send gasoline prices, prices of food globally up and up. And who knows if we have another external shock, the bank might have to raise rate again. But uh, my view is that it is unlikely. Okay, too. thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really appreciate getting your perspective. Thank you. Thanks. That's to Noen, economist and environmental, social and governance director for RSM Canada. I wrote an article for theglobeandmail.com if you want to check it out, talking about how a soft landing for our Canadian economy is within reach and we might be able to narrowly avoid a recession.